Camps canceled for summer. Camps canceled for summer. Welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I'm Steven. Oh, my word. I'm Jaren. No, oh, Jinx. And that's fine. By now, y'all. By now, y'all, the the parents and families have, have mm. now heard that we had to make the decision um, to cancel high school and middle school camp. Um, this it's a year. bummer. So it's Big been really bummer. hard. Um, I don't know, Josh and Aaron, how how's this been like been for you guys? Um, and just trying one to come to this decision, and then two, what what have you been your like your thoughts about it afterwards? What what have you what are, was a letdown? I don't know. Um, I, camp might be my favorite thing to do ever. Um, yeah, it's so much fun. I'm an extrovert. I love playing games. I like drinking Red Bull, uh, as controversial as it is. Um, anything that gets my adrenaline going with people, friends, playing games, having deep spiritual conversations, staying up late, getting up early, like just camp is awesome. I love it. And it's a highlight of the ministry year as far as yeah. uh, relationally investing and uh, teaching and going deeper with relationships and small group. And, um, and so that's, that's normal on top right. of the fact that this year we were going to do some, you know, different stuff as far as collaborating multiple campuses. We have a third campus this year. So it was going to look a little bit different. I was super excited. Um, so it's a huge bummer. Um, but to be honest with you, it's like in the grand scheme of the whole COVID-19 situation, like it's just one more thing, right. um, which kind of lessens the blow to some degree in my, in my world. So if yeah. I stop and think about it, I will start to cry, you know, if I think about it and, um, but then reality sets in and it's like, oh my gosh, everything's being canceled. Yeah. Like it's, it's really not as big of a deal as I feel it to be. So yeah. right. uh, I don't know if that makes sense. But Yeah. It was like, for me, it was this, this reality that I knew was coming, but wanted to not consider. <laughs> yes. Like camp yeah. is by far maybe my favorite thing about my job. Maybe mm. not now. Maybe that's a stretch. It's, yeah the favorite thing that I like activity or event that I do right. with my job. Yeah. And, and to, and to get to go, I get to go two weeks in a row, which I was stoked mm -hmm. about. It's my favorite yeah, thing. I was going to go two exhausting weeks. Yeah. Thing. yeah me too. And I, and this was going to be the first year with the independence campus. Mm -hmm. um, so I know like a lot of the independence families that are watching, um, it hurts because it was going to be our first year all together to really experience our thing. We got a small taste at winter retreat and it was yeah. amazing and kids grew closer together. And we had a lot of conversations about Jesus. Some people um, got saved at winter retreat. Um, so it was hard to, to think about one of, one of my favorite things I've been going to camp since I was like in eighth grade, I worked at a summer camp for a whole, a whole summer when I was in college. Um, so I really, really, um, was sad but you're right it's been helpful to think about the bigger picture um and remember 
one, not only what so many um, people are going through, the heartache that so many people are experiencing with this, the financial loss that people are experiencing, the businesses that are shutting down, um, the the things much, much larger um, than my little world and my my camp yep. experience um, that are being affected, that it's like, hey, like this is this is the right thing to do to love um, our church and love our students and love our community and love our world um, the best that we can um, with the things that we've been given. So while it, while it was a really hard thing for me at first, um, it's been really cool um, to try to consider and be grateful um, for things that we can be thankful for and grateful for and and remembering that like this isn't a surprise to God and God's like oh crap yeah. camp got yeah. canceled this year ministry yes. is just like ooh or like parents for your kids it's like oh crap God like God was gonna change my kid's heart at camp this year like and now he can't like okay. um it's like no this was actually planned like, like before I mean, a long this time this is plan A yeah and him. it's like I was thinking of like uh I was thinking of the story of Joseph like. Mm. I mean, or David in running and he's stuck in a cave fleeing for his life. Or, I mean, you can think of so many different Bible stories where it's like, uh, God is, is doing something and he's always after people's hearts and giving them opportunities to repent and come to him and to seek him more and get to know him better. And it's like, we would be foolish to think that this isn't something God is using in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Um, And he cannot use this as much uh if not more than he would camp it's like he uses everything so it's yeah 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 it's all the same yeah and i know like for me i've been like so especially like so i've been meeting with some of the seniors um uh, for wait wait you've been meeting with them uh before all this happened and whatever dude Cause you can't be doing that. I Not know. Cool. I know. <sighs> but, but like, it, so especially the seniors have just really been on my mind. Um, and, yeah. and thinking about like how, uh, I've, I've had to, in my life, I've had to experience lasts without knowing it was my last. Yeah. Um, and so like, actually, shoot, I was even thinking about like Ryan Foltz. So like last year's camp was his last year uh, at camp. And I remember him telling me at one point that he was like, I didn't realize that this was going to be my last camp with Grace Fellowship Church. Um, and man, I, I think there's just a lot of... Um, it's just hard, but like you were saying, Aaron, like, so for me, I'm a natural pessimist. And so like, for me, I've been thinking like, yeah, I, this, this probably not going to happen, but a little bit like you, Steven, where it's like, I don't actually really want to think about this because I, I think you're right. I, I feel the same way about camp. It is my favorite event that I get to do. Um, and yeah, getting to go to high school camp this year and, um, both high school, middle school camp was just going to be a huge, huge privilege. Um, super awesome. And everybody was stoked about it. Um, but 
to kind of, yeah. And now that it's not happening, it's like, okay, needing to like almost for me personally grieve that loss um, that, okay, this isn't going to happen this way. So Lord, what do you have for me? I was listening to a podcast with uh, Jackie Hill Perry and her husband, Preston, and they are 30 minutes with the, I'm should, dude, if you guys haven't listened 30 minutes with the Perry's, amazing podcast so good so funny and but like they will they're they're great but like one of the things they were saying was uh jackie was saying is like in times that are hard like this one of the things she asks god is like what what are you what are you doing not in an accusing way but more of a like daddy what's going on what what's what's happening um what are what are the things you're trying to accomplish or work on um, and I don't know that we're necessarily always going to know that. Um, but I think when I heard that this week, I was just like, oh, that's a really helpful way to view this season. Not, not putting my hope in the next thing, but asking the Lord, where are you working? What are you trying to yeah. do? Um, and, and just remembering his, his character and his promises. Like I was reading in Psalm 73 this morning, And uh, in verse 25, it says, whom do I have in heaven but you? And I desire nothing on earth but you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And then in verse 28, it says, but as for me, God's presence is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge so I can tell about all that you do. And just like, man, I think, yeah so encouraging to like be reminded about how awesome Jesus is um in all of this hard because I think sometimes it can be easy to like just keep looking at this thing that I'm looking forward to or because that's literally every conversation I have with my wife with my friends with students it's just like oh this next thing is the thing we're like getting stoked about one of the things on date nights that my wife and I ask each other is what's something you're stoked about right now. And in the past few weeks, we haven't been able to say something we're looking forward to that week because we have no idea what's going on. And so I, I think it's just been cool to like, all right, there's, there's been a shift in I'm putting my hope into something, this future event to, or something I'm going to get to do to, you know what? Jesus has been really helpful. He's been good recently. Um, he's been showing me how how weak everything else in this world is. And like, I'm, I'm even like tearing up thinking about it. Like everything I've been striving after has been just like weak and frail. And he is, yeah. it says he's a refuge. So anyways, that's my soapbox. I like, it's been, it's also been, what's also been helpful is being able like to talk about all of this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, so us three, like we, we've known for a very small amount of time about, about this decision. And it's been really helpful for me to get to like talk to you guys about it and like yeah. kind of make jokes about it every once in a while and then be sad about it. And then like, look, yeah 
look forward. So I, I just like encourage like kids and parents, like this parents, different people are going to think that different people are overreacting probably like your kid may be distraught. Um, and it's like, let them, let them talk about like why, like this is yeah. so hard. Um, I know it's going to be hard for some of you all parents too, because a lot of parents look forward to camp as now a time that they get to be away from their kids for, for a period of time and spend time together. I know my parents, I think, um, always look forward to when we go to camp because they get a week to themselves to just enjoy with each other and focus on yeah. their relationship. Um, so I'm, I'm sure some of you parents are going to be mourning that too, that time away that, that you won't be having. Um, yeah. I just encourage you to, to talk about it, to hear each other out, to ask each other how you're doing. Um, talk to your leaders, kids, like about yeah. how you're feeling. Your leaders um, are just as distraught as you. Um, yeah. I know some leaders were crying their eyes out when I well, talked. Well, it's like, I know, I know another perspective on this is like, I had leaders who had, you know, rearranged their vacation and stuff like that to yeah. get off for camp. That happens every yeah. year. And this year it's like, some were working on it and then COVID hit. It's like, I've got leaders that have lost their jobs. Like, it's like, mm. there's, there's, I mean, there's so many things up in the air that it's like, yeah, yeah it's hard. I've got leaders that are going to be really bummed the more they think about camp not happening. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's. And, and I think too, it's appropriate. I think to what you're saying, Stephen, about like talking about it is just like it's appropriate to be sad yeah. about good things yeah. not happening that's like a, that's what, what i was trying to say josh is like yeah you know, i think it's we know so many like solid truths about god and his plans and sovereignty like from the church that we go to the amazing teaching that we get the theology that we understand and it's like part of me like wants to just shut down like that i'm upset and just right. like be like well i know god's in control so like you yeah. should muscle through it yeah and hmm, man and yeah it, it's hard um, yeah it's okay to be upset yeah but uh but god's again so you, yeah. i just want people to be able to battle through that yeah. uh that god is working that through something but you can also be emotional about it at the same time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Why, well, am I getting, then, why am i getting so sad right now oh my god because it's hitting you <laughs> it's yeah. uh it's the struggle is real. Like it's, I don't, God gave us emotions yeah, like, and, yeah. and he wants us to rationally process through them and use them. Um, like there's ways that we are able to draw to the throne of grace Yes, when we're, when we're weepy. Yeah. Um, it's easier in some ways to draw near to the throne of grace when we're weepy than when we're super excited. And yeah. there's, there's a whole other facet of God's character that we can, we can reflect on when we're super excited and joyful. That's not there when we're upset and yeah. disappointed. It's like, it's all a matter of us looking to God. And it's like, now is the time more than ever where, I think we should come to God. And I think yeah. that he uses it to grow us and change us. I mean, you read the Psalms. It's like, there's ones that are singing and dancing and there's ones that are like on your face, prostrate, you know, crying. Um, both are necessary. God gave us the emotions like to use, yeah. I think, yeah. to glorify him. Um, so yeah, to your guys' point, well, like it's, yeah. I don't well, cry on camera, so I'm not going to right now. So. 
I do. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I'm gonna start crying but, this video in a second. <laughs> but like one of one of the things I was thinking about is like so it talks about like God being our refuge, and I was just thinking as we were talking like um, so we've had like a bunch of these really bad storms recently, right? And I remember like I don't usually get freaked out about storms, um, but there was a couple recently that I'm like, hmm, wondering how this is gonna go. I'm on the third story apartment. So we don't really have a basement if something bad happens. But I was just thinking about like how grateful I am to be in a house that protects me from all the storm that's going on. The storm still happens, but I'm protected um, ultimately. Um, My car might still get dinged up. Stuff on our porch might blow away and whatever, but like, in 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 a much like more secure way in the emotions in the disappointments in in the disappointment after disappointment after disappointment um and and in this crazy time god is a refuge like the bible says that over and over and over and he wants to prove that but you can only like God is a refuge only makes sense if you go to it for refuge. If you stand outside of it, it yeah, ceases you don't, to be a refuge. And you don't need a refuge unless like you're fleeing from something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I think that's been. I, I just thought of something, Josh. Yeah. Um, Steven, to your point and your lesson on the James series, um, like, and, and tying this to faith, which I think that this is a, yeah, you know, it says in James that it's like count it all joy when you fall into various trials, like trials have to do with faith because trials, like in your illustration of the girl climbing the rock wall, if you haven't watched the video, anybody listening, go watch it. Um, it's on chapter, what chapter was that on? Two, two, uh, chapter two. Um, but it's like, the only way that somebody who's rock climbing's faith is going to be tested in the harness that they're wearing is if they fall. Like if they're climbing Mm. a set of stairs and they're wearing a rock harness, it's like, they're not going to have to have faith in their harness. Like they're not going to need it unless they're going to jump like and try to fall. Like faith has, that's when faith is proven true is when there's trials, when there's struggles, when there's something that like you're going to have to trust it if you're not going to have to. And it's like, now is a time that I think for many of my students, it's like, and even for me in a lot of ways, guys, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I mean, we've talked personally. It's like, I've got sin that's coming out of the woodworks in my life Mm -hmm. that I didn't even know was there because I'm starting to see things that were idols in my life or comforts that I had or things that I was just doing in my own power that now I'm not doing. And it's like, wow, I didn't realize that that was such a stronghold in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, that I'm now seeing. And so it's like, now is the time for students, maybe the first time that this is a trial that they're really feeling. That's like, they're having things taken away that they don't like, they don't know what to fall on. Like Mm. um, it's a trial. Like they need to go somewhere for refuge. They never had to do that before. So that just came to mind as you were talking. Um, Yeah. That's, that's really helpful. Yeah. I think, just thinking back to my own life, I mean, a lot of what you were saying, Aaron, earlier, just like, there's things about God 
his character and his promises that we just don't experience without yeah. trials, without loss. Um, I mean, I, I've personally experienced loss that I, years ago that I still tear up about and it still yeah. hurts. It's not that the pain necessarily goes away. It's that I've been able to experience something about God specifically his gentleness and knowing that knowing that he he cares and he knows um i think we just celebrated easter right like jesus knows what it's like to experience loss to uh for to for maybe god to feel distant um but there there's it's it's just so encouraging like jesus says like i will never leave you or forsake you um even when things are hard even when things get taken away i will never leave you i will never forsake you and that's just an encouraging promise yeah, yeah. um i have th one thing if it's all right with you guys as far as yeah. to kind of turn uh as far as you know parents listening maybe something that you can use to talk about a tool um which again, to go back to the book of James, I think it's, this is something that came up, you know, it's like, I think God's doing in my life, but in James chapter four, um, which we haven't heard taught on yet, but uh, if you're doing the reading plan, if you're doing, I'm not teaching it, Kyle is, I'll be teaching on James five, but uh, in James four, it's a pretty popular passage. I'm going to read it. Four verse 13, 14, 15. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into a such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Like with camp in particular, it's like, in my heart, it's like camp is going to be awesome this year. We are doing camp. We are planning all of this stuff. We're making all these purchases. We're, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Nothing's going to happen unless it's the Lord's will. Like, and whatever happens then, which it implies, whatever happens, whether it's what we want or not, whatever happens is the Lord's will. So right. it's like, it's, it's like in my life, even – so, for example, I'm supposed to be at a conference right now that I was super, super excited about. I told you guys about it, T4G. Eliza and I were going. It was going to be awesome. It's like we're not there. Like, I'm really, really ticked at that. Last week was supposed to be spring break. We were supposed to be on vacation. It's like, guess what? That was canceled. My daughters are still crying because we didn't get to go where we were supposed to go. And it's like, like, hold on a second. How many of my plans are, it's like, yeah. am I operating on my power? And it says yeah. – in, as it is, you boast in your arrogance. It's like all such boasting is evil. And it's like, um, I think there's something so much deeper and more profound going on here mm -hmm. as, it, as it pertains to our faith and people's yeah. faith. Um, and boasting, so just real quick, boasting, I don't know if anybody knows this, but boasting is not just like this thing that you do to uh, – like brag to other people, like boasting, making yourself like feel good about yourself. The word boasting has another meaning where it's, it's the, it's what 
people would do to hype themselves up to get ready to charge in battle. Mm -hmm. So it's like a boast is, is something that we tell ourselves to hype ourselves up. Maybe, and I would even say as far as in our hearts and minds, not necessarily something that we're bragging about and boasting to others, which it could be both. Um, so I think that this is an awesome opportunity to talk to your kids as far as like the Lord's will is paramount and our faith in following the Lord's will, mm. not our will and hoping that the God blesses our will and what we are planning and what we're That's doing. so good. Just, yes. It's just a matter of switching the two. And then even saying this, parents, that you could talk to your kids about or in your own heart and mind. It's like maybe you were excited to send your kids to camp. You got rid of them for a week or two. Like, I know, I like that's kind of funny. We could joke about it, but um, you can boast about the Lord's will and the fact that, like, you can hype yourself up. Like, right now, I can hype myself up amidst the loss of wanting to do camp because it's like the Lord's will is better. I don't know what it is, but it's like yeah. I can try to hype myself up about that because of everything we've said, Stephen, it's like, we know these so many truths about God's character, about God's faithfulness. Like, it's just a matter of seeing the motivation of our heart and what we're looking to for faith. So it's like, yeah. mm. and in this, mm. in this way, you can hype yourself up even more. Cause you know, like I had a plan. Yeah. God changed the plans that I had purposefully. Um, not randomly. God changed the plans that I had made purposefully. I had plans ladies and gentlemen, to buy a $250 inflatable duck that you could sit in with cup holders, six people is going to go on the lake. I had that plan and I was stoked about it because Aaron awesome. was going to let me buy it this year. <laughs> and, but God, wait a second, wait a second. No, no, no. Okay. Whatever. Go on. Go on God, <laughs> God purposefully changed, changed our plans. Um, and you're right, Aaron. I, I can get excited about that. It's like, Hey, like, what why why did he do mm. okay i'm gonna walk and maybe years down the road i'll be able to look back and see why he purposely changed my plan yeah or maybe i won't um and either way i can rest assured that it was purposefully it was good um and it wasn't with my best interest in mind yeah. um and that's pretty exciting and yeah. i also can promise you that whenever we do come out of this thing it's gonna be be, we're gonna but, have six inflatable ducks but we don't, I'm kidding. We don't know when it will be we can't plan when it'll be we don't if the lord wills, the lord wills. we we will go absolutely nuts and we're dreaming <laughs> we're thinking about what we could do um we're just waiting to see what the timetable looks like um, yeah but while this is hard we we will do everything we can um to make something to where we can all rejoice and celebrate what the Lord purposefully postponed and canceled right. and changed. So, yeah, yeah, that that's very assuring, interesting. Are you? Yeah, it's, it's hard. Go, go for it. I was just gonna say, faith is hard. Like it, yeah. it's like I have. It's like mental work to mm -hmm. to. So emotions are good. We talked about which they are. But then we also can't just let our emotions run. Like they have yeah. to be tethered to something and that's yeah. faith. Like faith has to be like this stake that's in the ground that the emotions then we like have to be connected to because left to my emotions, my faith will like be gone. Like, and I'll right. just be worrying. I'll be anxious. I'll be angry. I'll be, it's like, 
but if we can drive that stake in the ground of it's like, no, 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 God is doing something. I don't know what it is. Like I'm going to grieve the loss of the things that I was hoping for. And I thought we saw coming, but at the end of the day, it's going to be okay. Like that's, you know, that's the power of faith. It gives us hope. It gives us trust. It gives us peace. It's like uh, having your, it's almost like this, I don't know, this analogy is coming to mind about having my feet on a rock instead of on like, hmm. that's like hmm. shifting, moving, and hmm. like, I don't know. Interesting. Somebody should write that down. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Josh, were you going to say something over here? Yeah. Um, I, I, I just want to read this like slight part at the end of this. Uh, so this is a book by Paul David Tripp, My Heart Cries Out. It is uh, gospel meditations for everyday life. And it's like just these poems with like some sweet like imagery and stuff. But then at, at the end of this one, um, he quotes a verse and then some like specific things. And I think is really applicable to what we're talking about. So, um, he quotes from Romans fifteen thirteen and says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. And some of the questions he asks are, What common things do you turn to as a source of hope? How do these things fall short when compared to the hope that Christ offers you? Meditate on and journal about the ways that Christ has brought you hope. And then he's also saying, for more encouragement, read 1 Corinthians 15. Um, but yeah, just abounding in hope, that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're clinging to. Yeah. And on that note, I'll pray. Great. All right. Let's pray. Dear God, um, Thank you that you're always up to something. You're always up to millions of billions of billions of things that we don't even ever see. Um, God, thank you that you have plans um, that can't be changed, that can't be stopped, that will come to pass. Um, God, thank you um, that one day you will wipe every tear from our eye. You will remove all pain and hurt and suffering um, and we'll be fully right and with you. Um, in a glorious, glorious life in a new world, new earth. Um, God, we trust you in the middle of hard things. Um, we still cry because things are hard. It still hurts. Um, but thank you that we have someone um, in the person of Jesus to look to knowing that he loves us yes. um, and that he demonstrates his love mm. for us by dying on the cross. Um, and we can rest assured in that. Um, so God, be with these parents, be with these kids. Um, as they get hard news today and what's been a season of hard news, probably, um, Laura, I pray that you would comfort them. You would, um, give them peace, um, and you would help them to, to grieve and, and to look to you. God, we love you. It's in Jesus name that I pray. Amen.